today on Showtime College Football. Are we sleeping on week five? We got four ranked games going over your picks and my guy, Chase Snedden, is my guest picker for today. Let's get to it. Welcome back, everyone, to Showtime College Football. I'm your host, Chase Davidson, and I'm ready to break down week five, which is super, super underrated. Also, going over your hot takes, follower hot takes, and talking about playoff parity that we have for the first time in a long time in college football. And I'm joined by my favorite co-host, Sned, to go over our week five predictions. All right, guys, before we start, just make sure you're following me on the socials. Any of the ones doesn't really matter how many, but at least one or two of them. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you're listening to the podcast, Instagram, Twitter, all the above Um, really helps a lot. All right. First of all, I want to break down the slate of games. Now, I'm going to go over my predictions with Sned later, but I want to just. I think we're a little spoiled from week four. Because week four was awesome. We had six ranked matchups along with like three or four other super good ones. This week, I would say we have 12, 12 high quality matchups. And week three proved to us that you don't have to have numbers next to the names to have a good Saturday. Honestly, you could probably debate that week three was probably more exciting than week four. I'm just saying like week four was really good. Because there was a lot of big teams, a lot of a lot of things we found out. Notre Dame, Ohio State was awesome. Oregon, Colorado was not as exciting of a game, but it meant a lot, you know. Um, Alabama, Ole Miss, but in terms of exciting games, Week Three was really, really exciting. Um, you had uh, Arkansas, BYU. Obviously, for me, that was dope. You had uh, Missouri, Kansas State, Colorado, Colorado State. You had a lot of really exciting thriller games. Um, so. Don't sleep on week five. Let's just go over the quick slate real quick. Utah, Oregon State, Friday night. I'm excited for that one. Kansas, Texas, huge game. Also, I'll go over the ranks. Uh, 19, Oregon State is hosting 10, Utah. Number 24, Kansas going to Texas. Number 20, Ole Miss is hosting number 13, LSU. And number 11, Notre Dame is traveling to number 17, Duke. So we have four ranked games. Four. That's pretty good. Four ranked games, and let me just let's look at this other slate we got of just unranked or one team is ranked or not. A lot of really good games: USC, Colorado, Clemson, Syracuse, Georgia, Auburn, Georgia at Auburn, Michigan at Nebraska, Florida at Kentucky, South Carolina at Tennessee, Louisville at NC State, and BYU at Cincinnati or Cincinnati at BYU. I'm excited for Week Five. I mean, I'm excited for every week, but. We got a good slate of games this week. Really good slate of games this week. So I'm excited to go right into that. I want to start out with some follower hot takes. Okay. I'm going to read reading these live. I posted on my story tonight um, earlier and asked for these. So let's start off. First, first one, Jackson 8685. Always been uh, responding. Love you, Jackson. He says, Nebraska keeps it close against Michigan. I'll be talking about this game later with Sned, but yeah, this game, I mean, I have Michigan in this game. Don't worry. I'm not saying like, oh, 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 like upset alert, red alert. However, 
I am putting Michigan maybe on my caution, you know, just kind of like the radar. Nebraska has been okay. They beat Northern Illinois very soundly, but they lost again to Minnesota and Colorado. And it's like, ah, a lot of turnovers, a lot of miscues. A lot of things have to go right for Nebraska to keep this close and stay in this game. However, it's at Nebraska. It's in, um, what do they play? Omaha, Lincoln? Anyways, in Nebraska. So, and Michigan is prone to starting a little slow. You know, just they usually get the they usually get the job done. But I could very well see this game being a one score game at half. Balls in your court, Nebraska. You know, like I think I think it's uh Nebraska has a lot of talent over there, and they're thinking a lot more of this game than Michigan's thinking of it. So hey, watch out. I think that's a, I think that's a solid take. Very good hot take. Tristan underscore Lay says Oregon and Washington Pac twelve championship and CFP. Talking about this later as well. Um, so you're saying that Oregon and Washington and Washington going to the playoff. That is a good hot take. I, at first, I read Pac-12 championship. I'm like, oh, this, I mean, that's a pretty normal take. That's uh, the top three teams. That's two of them in the Pac-12. So, I mean, that's my that's my championship right now is Oregon-Washington. That's who I have. So, but but it's interesting because you said the playoff. Two Pac-12 teams in the playoff. I talked about this in my last podcast with Duck Zone 503. Said this could be the year. I mean, if there's any year that the Pac-12 was going to do it, obviously not after this year, that they get two teams in the playoff, into a four-team playoff. This is the year. This is 100% the year. Now it has to go right. You can't have a three-loss team in the playoff. You can barely have a two-loss team. It's never happened before. No two-loss team has ever made the playoff. However, in a conference this deep that has proven to be deep upon deep some depth we've never seen before almost hey i mean if those losses are some high quality teams what's stopping people from putting uh, a two loss oregon who's lost to washington and usc but killed everybody else you know beat utah beat oregon state won the pac-12 championship what's what's uh what's holding us back from putting them in basically other people that's the only thing pac-12 to get two you can't really um, bet on the Pac-12 getting two in because it, it, just like last year with Ohio State and Michigan, it honestly depends on what's going on with those two teams. So, or with the other teams, sorry, with the other teams surrounding the playoff, it really helped them that the ACC had no one anywhere close. Um, you know, and of course the Pac-12 had no one, no one anywhere close, which made it so there was only three conferences who were going to put up a bid, and the closest person was Bama or maybe Clemson, and Clemson of course lost at the end of the season which gave Ohio State kind of that edge to get in. Um, all right. Let's see here. Jackson with another one says, Duke wins an OT thriller against Notre Dame. I love that. That could be crazy. I am picking Notre Dame in this game. I really like Notre Dame. I really like Duke. And I'm usually the one to pick the upsets. You guys know me. I love picking upsets, but I really think Notre Dame's going to win this game. But you guys know, I would love, 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 love to see that happen. That would be sublime. All right, the Shadow Wolf 1718 says, everybody loses, no winners. I don't know how, but I just want chaos. Yeah, me too. I mean, that's what we're starting to get so far is like people are just losing to each other. It'd be so awesome if we just have one of those years where there's like no, no undefeated teams, like even close. Like we have like, there's no, like even like week 10 through 12, there's like no one left undefeated. That'd be sick. It's hard to, ha- hard to happen. It's happened before where there's just no undefeated teams. Last year, obviously, we had Georgia and Michigan and TCU regular season undefeated, um, which is still exciting. But um, it is really cool when you have teams that have flaws 
in the playoff. Makes it really interesting. All right. Another one. Let's do dimes underscore deals. I love this one. Duke is going to be a top 10 team after this weekend's games. Honestly, if Duke wins at this point, I'm putting them. Um, it's hard right now to fit in the top 10 because there's so many teams kind of stacked in there. Obviously, Notre Dame would fall if he's projecting that. Um, and depends on how Utah's game goes. But um, you could hop them. Um, if Duke won this game against Notre Dame, I think in any fashion, if they win by a touchdown, put them away. Um, I'd probably say Duke maybe doesn't get in the top 10, even if like Utah or, or actually, I guess Notre Dame would lose, but I, they might be like 11 or 12, just kind of hanging there. I don't see them like pushing into the top 10, mainly because Notre Dame already lost. This would be Notre Dame's second loss. Um, so that one seems fairly unlikely unless they just kill Notre Dame, then that would be like really crazy. Like if they, what if they did the same thing again that, that they did against Clemson, then like, all right, maybe, but love the take. Um, Guardino, 1894, said Stanford upsets Oregon. That's a hot one. That's a cold one. Um, Stanford is kind of that team, though, against Oregon. Low-key, this was the rivalry of, like, the early 2000s. I mean, uh, for Stanford and Oregon. I, mean, I remember some crazy classics between these two. Field goal to win the game. Uh, I remember some rainy games late in the year. Um, I think... Uh, you know Stanford upsetting Oregon when those teams were both you know top ten teams, pretty epic games between those two. Now this next one's interesting. Nate Ty Jake, Nate Jake one two three said, Utah loses by twenty eight. Parentheses. I'm a Utah fan. Let's uh, let's confirm that. Let's look at uh, Nate Jake's profile. However, um, interesting take. I wonder. I'm wondering why um, you think you're losing by twenty eight to Oregon State. Um, it looks like he, uh, he's, it looks like he's from Utah. Um, Hmm. That's pretty hot. Honestly, even me, I, as of right now, I'm slightly picking Oregon state to win this game. If cam rising is back, then maybe I switch, but Oregon state is pretty good, but I don't think they're that good. Like to, to score 30 points, you know, however many points to be up by 28, 35 points, 42 points on Utah's defense. Utah's defense looks really good. So uh, that one's pretty cold, pretty aggressive there, Jake. I wouldn't doubt your team that much. Uh, I am, you know, I'm still high on Utah. I'm going to talk about this later in the podcast a little bit. But however, Utah fans, rest assured, this is just a preview of what I'm about to talk about later. Um, right now, your rank in my book, I still have you sitting there at 11. And, uh, it's a placeholder for a team that hopefully is better as injuries wear off. Um, because as of right now, as of right now, you know this, the current Utah team that we've seen on the field is not a playoff team. Not an above-the-line team like we've been talking about and like we've heard. They're not an above-the-line team as of right now. You've beaten the teams that you've needed to beat, needed to beat, like, kudos to that. 100%. Like, you beat them, beat them fair and square. Like, obviously, it wasn't the prettiest. I mean, like, beat UCLA by 7, 14-7 with one of those being pick six. Like, you still won the game, and you still dominated on the defensive side of the ball. No question. However, the team right now is not a team that can beat Oregon, USC, or Washington. However, as you get as you get those injuries back, I am totally open to this change here. So, Utah fans, hang on. Hang on. 
um, really pray that those guys come back and your tight end and your quarterback, um, you know, and can get better. So anyways, last one. We got our boy Landon Y9959, a Louisville fanatic, says no Louisville beats Notre Dame by a field goal. Now, this is not week six. This is like week or week five. This is, I think, um, two weeks they play. I think in two weeks they play Louisville. Maybe it's maybe it's next week. I don't know. Um, that would be sick. If Louis if Louisville wins this week, they'll probably be ranked. They will probably be ranked, most likely. I have Louisville at my number 30 spot, just hanging on there. Um but hey, they're one of the teams that are floating around. There's a few four and power five teams that are kind of just hanging around. Um, Louisville being one of those, Maryland, Syracuse, Kentucky. Um, you know, there's a whole bunch of their points of those just kind of hanging around on the bubble. Um, you know, really good teams, but we haven't really seen them. Like Louisville has looked really, really good, but they've looked really good against Georgia Tech, Boston College, you know, Indiana. So. I'm excited to see Louisville do good. Jake Plummer's a baller. Okay. Those are our follower hot takes for the episode. I want to talk about playoff parity. If you guys don't know what parity means, parity essentially just means being equal. Just means being in the state of being. I looked it up just to make sure I wasn't like messing up my definition of parity. I just heard the term thrown around recently. Um, Playoff parity. If you look at the top 10 teams right now, they're all equal. I'm telling you, like, they're not the same. They have their strengths and weaknesses. But I could see in a football game, the top 11, 10 teams all beating each other. And that being that 11 team being Utah at full capacity. Um, and you guys know the you guys know the 10 teams I'm talking about. This is this is the first time we've seen this in a long time in college football. And I am all for it. I love it so much. There are like, I cannot, I don't even know who's going to be in the playoff at all. There are, there are so many candidates fighting for so little spots. Um, We're going to know a lot better as we go along in the season. Um, However, like the, so far what we've seen is that a lot of these, there's no teams that have separated themselves yet. And I don't think there will be that many that separate themselves other than just like, well, I guess they won this. I guess they won this, so their resume is better. It's going to come down to that. Do, do you know what I mean? How it's different than just being like, well, it's this team. It's Ohio State, Bama, Georgia. They're just they're just that much better. You can see it. Obviously, the resume is important, but like you can just see it on the field. They win their games handily. They look the best. They're the most talented. They're the fastest. Uh, they're the you know most uh, you know just fluid, disciplined team out there. This year, no one separated themselves. Everyone has some flaws that we've seen. There's no perfect teams, and there's no obvious playoff candidates yet. Uh, I've been talking about on my Instagram. Uh, I've been talking about it on my Instagram, um, on my some of my recent posts where I I was having for a while. I had my you know championship contenders, uh, playoff uh, potential, got some work to do, or hanging in there. Um, and then I recently, this, the last two weeks I've posted it again and I've literally put in the top spot. I just, no one deserves to be here yet. Championship contenders. I don't know. I mean, you can maybe just move everyone up to that spot. Like all of those nine teams right now, I have them all as playoff potentials. Um, because there's no one who's elevated yet quite yet. 
there are some teams with good resumes, which is ironic because now I'm not saying anything about these teams, but the teams with the best resumes are the ones that are kind of being, I, I don't want to say slept or disrespected because I feel like it's justified where they are at currently in, in the rankings. I'm talking about Florida State and Utah. Those are the two teams I'm talking about. Who are the teams with the best two resumes in college football right now? Florida State and Utah. Like, not even close. I mean, there's Texas and OSU who have good wins, but Florida State and Utah have multiple good wins. Multiple. They're the only teams that have played, like, two or three good teams. Um, and good just being relevant top 40 teams. Um, Florida State being at Clemson and LSU. Utah being Florida and um, UCLA this week. Um, Baylor, I'm not counting as a quality win because Baylor is one and three. Um, I would not count Baylor as a quality quality win for Texas. So I'm not counting it for Utah. However, Utah is still my you know, top two resumes so far. Um, you've got Washington State who's being uh, Wisconsin and Oregon. Very impressive wins. Um, North Carolina has a few good wins, you know, South Carolina, Minnesota. But other than that, like those are the teams that have the resumes. Florida State and Utah. And they're sitting at five and ten. In the polls, they're not even number one or number two or number three, you know, so on. It's kind of interesting to think about. And I, and I think they're justified. I'm not, I'm not arguing a case for one or the other. Like I just said, I think all these teams have a case um, because they've shown Florida state and Utah have shown flaws in these wins um, that people are worried about, you know, same as all the other teams, they've showed some flaws and we're like, Oh, can they improve that? So, you know, you can go through, Michigan, Georgia, you know, a little slow start. Um, you know, JJ McCarthy threw three picks against blowing bowling green. Like, what was that? Georgia was down 14-3 against South Carolina. What the heck was going on? They could not stop Spencer Rattler for a little while there. Um, you know, Penn State hasn't really played anybody super good yet. They beat Iowa, but we just haven't really seen them play yet. Uh, we don't really know what's gonna what's gonna happen over there. Can they even beat Ohio State or Michigan? You know, Washington. Okay, Washington looks freaking scary. But who have they played yet? Um, Ohio State has shown flaws kind of on the offensive side, trying to get Kyle McCord in that um, in that offense integrated. Marvin Harrison's not really popping off the way you wanted to. Um, you know, I could keep going. Should I keep going? Yeah, I'll keep going. USC, the defense is really, really struggling. I do think they've gotten better from last year. But, like, still, you can't allow Arizona State to score 24 points on you when Arizona State has scored less than that against FCS teams. Um, you know, uh, let's keep going. Um, Oregon. Oregon has supposedly one of the better defenses in the Pac-12, yet they allowed Texas Tech to score 30 on them because they had 130 yards of penalties. A little scary. Something to be worried about. Um, am I missing anybody? No. I think I got everybody. Um, oh, Utah, obviously. Backup quarterback. Offense. Defense looks good, but offense is looking really shaky. Can't score pretty much any anything on the offense. Looking a little scary. Not something that could keep up with a Pac-12. Notre Dame, obviously, is kind of hanging in there. Um, obviously, could not put the game away against against Ohio State. Lost on the final play, on final drive. Uh, Ohio State just tore them up right there. So, I just rapid fire without even really thinking about it. Just named pretty big flaws for a lot of these teams. Um, so, I love it right now. Playoff parity. Equality in football right now. Equality. All right, guys. Let's get in to our week five picks. All right, guys, I am on the line with my guy, Sned. Um, excited to have him back. 
and we could not meet up today as both of us have loads of homework as we are in college. So, uh, but we're going to go over our picks today. We got 12 games, 12 games to go over. Uh, let's get right into it. Pac-12, huge matchup. Utah at Oregon State. Oregon State favored by three in this matchup. That Port kind of Vallis. That was kind of surprising to me that you that Oregon State's favored by three. I know it's in Corvallis, but uh, a little surprising to see. Uh, I mean, it's tough to say. Is Cam Rising going to play? Is the question because I feel Utah's defense is good. But Florida did put up over 300 passing yards on them, and I feel Oregon State's passing is even better than Florida's, to where I feel like Oregon State could truly expose Utah's great defense that's been kind of hyped up this year. Yeah, I think Utah's really strong at the line, but their secondary hasn't looked like super impressive yet. So um, I'm excited to see, to be clear to all the Utah fans on the podcast, I am not a Utah hater at Showtime College Football. There's been a lot of rumors flying around on the Instagram that I'm a Utah hater. Um, now, um, all I'm saying is that against him already, dude, there's rumors, three months bro. deep, three <laughs> months deep. He's already got rumors. This is facts, dude. All right. I will say this. The thing I have on Utah right now is that you you have a plate. You're holding, you're, you're a placeholder right now for a team that's supposed to be better. You all know this. You, you can't tell me that Utah's, you know, a playoff contender, because right now you're not a playoff <laughs> contender. You've beaten several good teams, mm-hmm. like very good wins, like nothing short. You've performed when you needed to. You've done the bare minimum. Um, UCLA, Baylor, Florida, all decent teams, power five teams, UCLA and Florida being a little better. Um, but still, like, I, the minute you get Cam Rising back, it's a whole different team. The minute you get your, all, all your, uh, you get uh, your tight end back, your center back, it's a different team. I'm not at all hating on Utah. I hate, I'm hating on, you know, or I'm, um, not as confident on the current Utah team right now. What I've seen on the field, I'm not quite as confident in. Um, however, the minute the minute I see th- things change on the field, Cam gets back, don't worry, fresh slate. So that's how I feel about Utah right now, just taking it with a grain of salt from what I've seen. Um, yeah. So, no, I mean, one yeah. of their guys on the defensive line leads the nation in sacks. I think he has five right. and a half through four games, which is crazy. But at the same time, like you said, the secondary isn't, as impressive as I had to hope to be mm-hmm. this season, because there's a lot of hype going in about him. But I think I think DJ might be able to put up some numbers here, especially in Oregon State. It's rowdy up there. I know for a fact to where I think Oregon State will come out on top in this one. Yeah, I think I am gonna lean slightly towards Oregon here or Oregon State on this one. Um just because I don't know if Utah hasn't really – they haven't even played a – or they have. At Baylor, they played a road game, which was impressive. Good win. Um, however, Oregon State is a lot better team than Baylor. Um, as of now, I have I have Oregon State winning this game. Um, however, I would not be surprised if Utah pulled it out. Uh, just the offensive mm-hmm. side of things, it's just the defenses look great. All <clears throat> credit to Utah State for going this far with as injury-ridden of a team as you are right now. Um, but as of, as it stands right now, I see Oregon state winning this game. That's who I've got. I think DJU has a good game. Um, yeah, same. Yeah. Especially after last week, they had a tough loss against Washington state. They almost yeah. had to come back to where I think I think Oregon state comes out on top, mainly just because of Utah's lack of offense. I mean, of the 14 of this 14 points, you know, seven of them against UCLA were a pick six to where mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't think they'll be able to keep up with Oregon state's offense. Yeah. So 
hopefully if Cam Rising, if we hear on Thursday Cam Rising's playing, I will actually probably switch my pick to Utah, honestly. Um, I am pretty sure the spread will probably do the same thing. The spread will at least go to even. I would say the spread would go down to even or even in favor of Utah. So um yeah, we'll keep uh we'll keep you all updated on that on the Instagram. Let's go to our next game. Kansas, Texas. This game is all of a sudden on the radar after last week. Kansas beat BYU. Um and Kansas is four and oh once again for the second straight year um in their history. This is like never happened, or it's like since like nineteen fourteen or something. It's like nineteen. It's like the second time ever. It's like literally been a yeah. hundred years since this has happened. So mm-hmm. Kansas is four and zero. What are your initial thoughts on Kansas versus Texas? It's at Texas. I think I'm happy Kansas is finally ranked. I think they had a good win against BYU. BYU is starting to play pretty good there. Uh, I was a little skeptical at the very beginning with BYU, but. After the win in Arkansas, BYU looked pretty solid. But I think Kansas has proven themselves. I think they should be a top 25 team. So I think this will be a good game. But I do think it's at Texas. I think Quinn Ewers, he's kind of he's kind of hasn't been too crazy this year. He's kind of just been right there. I think maybe this might be the game. Texas kind of gets it rolling as they're two games into conference play now. Yeah, I think last week was huge for Texas because – Texas, the one thing that Texas always does, and that's right, almost their identity, is that they play down to their opponent. And no matter how good Texas has been, let's say over the last era, the last 15 years since Colt McCoy, um, pretty much Texas always plays down to their opponents. Um, however, Baylor was a big kind of statement win. I know Baylor's one and three, still talented, but you know, you guys have seen how they've been playing. And to blow them out like that, especially kind of in a rivalry game, in state game, like that's pretty big. Like that means a lot more than just a blowout of a one and three team um, in my book. So I think I have a lot more confidence in Texas after last week, um, even though Baylor's pretty mid. Um, so I'm excited. Baylor is is favored by in this game by 16 and a half points. Uh, do you think that's too high or too low? Texas is favored by 16 and a half. 16 and a half for Texas, yeah. I think it'll really depend how much pressure they can put on Daniels in the Kansas backfield. Mm-hmm. I think if they let him be able to scramble out of the pocket, they might have a problem. But I don't know. I think that's I think that's reasonable. Maybe a few points lower, maybe go twelve or thirteen. But I think I think Texas definitely wins by a couple scores here. Yeah. Um, judging by the fact the way the BYU game went last week, um, Kansas, <laughs> even BYU was able to put um was able to do fairly well against uh putting pressure on Daniels. They could not stop the run against Kansas. Kansas run game has kind of emerged out of nowhere. But Texas's front five are so good this year. I mean, you saw what they did yeah. at Bama. I mean, a front five to to put that much pressure on Milrow. And we're talking about Bama, who's you know a whole line of five stars sitting in front of you. And oh, yeah. Texas well, Milrow was... can scramble too. That's the thing. But yeah, yeah exactly. I think I think Texas, I don't know, I think this may be the game where they're like, because they had Bama, but I think, I don't know, like I said, I think this might be the game they really put themselves on the map again. Yeah. Not that they haven't, but I think this kind of solidifies it like they're here for real. Yeah, and I think it, it puts away a lot of rumors. I mean, obviously, like Baylor did, but if they do this again, if they win by that 16.5 margin, if they win by two or three scores <laughs> or more, um, depending on how many scores they win by, it can really propel them and say, all right, like we're not like going to get – uh, distracted with the Big 12 this year, like we always do. So, mm-hmm. no, this would be this is huge for Texas as well, not just for Kansas. Uh, I I definitely have Texas in this game. I I don't think I mean Kansas would have to just shoot the lights out, just bomb the 
air raid offense to in order to stay with Texas in this game. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. So I'm excited for that over under 61 points. So that's yeah, going to uh, be a shootout Ve- for sure. Vegas is saying that both teams are going to score 30 plus or at least. Yeah, I think I think it'll be a shoot. I think Texas will kind of pull away yeah. towards the end of the third quarter. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Next game, LSU Ole Miss. This one, I was mm. I even I wasn't even aware it was this week. And I was like, whoa, that's a good game. Heck of a good game. Ole Miss coming off game. a loss at <laughs> Bama. LSU coming it's at off. Ole Miss, right? It's at Ole Miss, yeah. Uh, and LSU yeah. had a scary, scary situation against Arkansas, one in the last minute um, against Arkansas yeah. last week. So what are your thoughts? Or actually, first, what are your thoughts on LSU just after the Arkansas game coming into this game? Uh, I feel LSU and Ole Miss are very similar because, like, I feel they have the potential to, like, be a top team in the SEC. But then, like, last week – Ole Miss only put up seven against Bama and USF put up three against Bama. It's like, is Ole Miss like, you know, they still only put up one possession of points and LSU first week FSU made them look like not that great of a team, but then LSU kind of just like killed their two opponents. I mean, they didn't really play anyone, but then Arkansas, I mean, Arkansas has no team to sleep on. They're a good team. You know, they had that loss against BYU but, I mean, their QB and running backs are good. But, I don't know, LSU and Ole Miss, I like where they're ranked right now because I feel they're middle of the pack of the top 25 because they really haven't proved themselves too much. But mm-hmm. I still feel they have some of the most talented teams in the country. So, Yeah. Yeah, definitely got a lot of talent. I'm going to say I got I got a little bit of a hot take on this one. I think LSU is in for a whooping at Ole Miss. I really? think Ole Miss is a far better team than LSU. Um Obviously, this is kind of a more bold pick. I know that. Uh, but I think LSU is a little bit overrated coming into the season. I think that people thought – because last season, I think it was a little misleading how they actually played. And I think coming into this year – I mean, uh, Coach Coach Kelly said it as well. He's I don't think – they don't um, – they're not quite the team we thought they were coming into the season. And I, yeah. don't, I don't – I'm not quite <laughs> sure why they're ranked 13 right now that's the only thing that I'm a little bit unsure about. Obviously when you have a quarterback like Jaden Daniels, you have some hype. And I think that's why they got ranked so high to start. But honestly, mm-hmm. from what I've seen from LSU, the Mississippi state win was really good. And I was like, all right, yeah, let's go. And Mississippi state has proven not to be very good. And Arkansas, I don't think is very good. And so I think Ole Miss is going to be LSU by two scores at least. Yeah. I think, especially since it's at Ole Miss, and Ole Miss, I mean, I think it's probably one of the better teams they've had in a while. I think, especially after the loss to Bama, they could have definitely won that game, I think. I think mm-hmm. they'll come out. I personally have Ole Miss winning this, mainly because it's at home. But still, I think Ole Miss wins. I agree. LSU's favored by two and a half going to Ole Miss. I'm kind of surprised at that line. Two and a half? Yeah. I think it'll be – I don't think Ole Miss will kill them. I think it'll be close, but I think Ole Miss pulls it out. Respect. Respect. All right. Let's go to our next game. We got Notre Dame Duke. College game day is going to this one. Super interesting mm-hmm. matchup as Duke is kind of the Cinderella as of now in college football. We will see how they play here. They beat Clemson. We're not quite because of Florida State. Clemson looked a little better, but not quite sure what to think of Duke yet. Uh, Notre Dame is favored by six. This is at Duke. And I've seen a lot of people pick Duke in this game. Um, I personally, Duke. I think Duke wins it. I think Duke really that the Cinderella story. Yeah, I think Duke wins it. 
So for this one, I'm I'm kind of torn because I really want to see Duke win. That'd be so sick. See Duke pull off an upset. Um, uh, Leonard at quarterback has been insane, and Duke is very under the radar even at 17. So Notre Dame, I think they're going to bounce back in this one. I have Notre Dame. Um, <clears throat> just lost Ohio State in obviously a wild game at the last minute. Notre Dame played very well in that game. There's a reason they only dropped two in the standings. I don't know. I still really like Notre Dame. Honestly, I mean, they could still I, – I could now see them beating Clemson and USC and Duke. So hopefully they can win out. And, I I mean, they could, they could go to the playoff with a one loss against Ohio State. We'll see. But well, I, I think like Notre Dame if, they were to, if they were to win out, they'd beat USC. And who else do they have left? They have Clemson. And they also have a whole bunch of ACC opponents. I think they play in North Carolina again. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, so I feel like if they do win out, Notre Dame should definitely be in the playoff contention. Not that they're not still, but I think they should definitely have a spot there. But yeah, I think Notre Dame could bounce back. I personally just want to see Duke win. I'm riding the Duke Cinderella for sure. To where yeah. I think, especially at home, I think Duke, the fans are starting to get into it now, especially after the Clemson game, to where yeah. I think Duke might be able to might be able to keep it going here. Yeah, there is. I mean, at now at this point, Louis. So they don't have North Carolina, but they do play Louisville at Louisville, which is now becoming. Their Louisville is starting to become a force. Jake Plummer, Louisville. I think it's important that we start talking about Louisville now. We gotta. We're gonna preview that game in a little while here. Actually, let's just go right into it. Louisville yeah, is say, playing NC State. NC State, so an ACC matchup. <laughs> Honestly, Louisville hasn't been good for a while, and I'm really excited to see this game because Louisville is four zero. Jake Plummer at quarterback is like low key a Heisman candidate now out of nowhere. Uh, I think he's ranked seventh or eighth in a lot of Heisman voting. That's wild. Yeah. No, Louisville I is think, like relevant. This I think year. Louisville's going to beat NC state. NC state's not a bad team, but Louisville's undefeated. They just killed Boston college. Something FSU could not do. I think Louisville's definitely going to come out of this week five and zero. Oh, so yeah, and I, I got think Louisville. They should. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be. I think they'll be top twenty-five next week if they win this. I think they should. Oh be yeah, there. if they beat NC especially, State, yeah, because I think Kansas will probably lose to where I think Louisville should definitely probably hop in there with them. Yeah, I think Louisville deserves to be ranked. Um, they're pretty close right now. I got them at like twenty-seven in my poll, like right there. So just just one statement went away from uh from hopping in the polls. I'm excited. Shout out to our boy Sean Latigue, still listening. Um, Sean Latigue's a OG for sure, dude. We're finally talking about Louisville. Louisville has become relevant, so I'm excited for you guys. Um, all right, next game we got USC at Colorado. Mm. I don't even need to talk about this one. Trojans, Trojans, <laughs> trust get, Colorado, on. get Colorado out of here. Sorry. Yeah, I think, especially after the last week, I think, I think after last, it's gonna be part two. I think USC is gonna take it to them. I don't see. Colorado stopping USC's offense at all. Maybe they'll put up some more points. I don't know. Their offensive lineman couldn't stop a five-year-old last week. So, I yeah. think. So, I the know. one thing is, the thing to look at this game is USC's defense is, like, not the best, especially in secondary. Yeah. However, That's the one only thing they do thing. on defense, the one thing they do on defense is they blitz the heck out of the quarterback. And they get mm-hmm. they lead the nation in the in sacks right now. Yeah, to where – if and Colorado does not do very well pass blocking. If yeah, if they can somehow protect him, I think they could actually put up some points. I think they will, especially after last week, to where I think Colorado will come out with some more fire, especially at being at home. 
but I guess we'll right. see. I think USC definitely still comes out on top by a few scores, but I go be a little bit better showing by Colorado. Yeah, I'm so excited for this week, guys, because there's a lot of teams. There's still a handful, almost half the AP Top 25 we're talking about here. We have not seen play against a good team yet. And we see a ton of them at least play decent teams this week. Um, and USC being one of those, we finally get to see some battle-tested um, play from USC. So I'm taking USC in this game. And I really like Caleb Williams right now. The Arizona State game did not look too good. Um, no, was, I watched it last last week because it was like Pac-12 after dark game. Right, and right. I was like, I was like on an all-time high after the Ducks took it to Colorado. And yeah. I can confidently say, I think, I don't know, USC – they haven't really looked too impressive to me this year. I think they're good. Don't get me wrong. Their offense is good, but their defense, I just don't I don't think I don't think they'll be able to compete with some Pac-12 teams. Yeah, in the first part of the year, it was like, all right, like maybe this is a new team. Like maybe they like got better at defense. They they definitely didn't get worse. I know that. They're not worse than last year. They're if anything they're the same or maybe a little better on defense. However, yeah. still it's just the Arizona State thing, maybe it was a fluke. Maybe it was a fluke because the other games, they looked okay defensively. Not terrible, but I'm still not crazy confident in that defense. However, I think USC can score more points. Do you think they'll cover the 21-point spread? Ooh. 21 and a half. The over-under for this game is 73 and a half. That's crazy. I think Colorado will score more than they did last week for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's tough to say. Caleb Williams and USC are pretty automatic right now. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think so. I think it'll be – that's tough. I think it'll be just over or just below. I think it'll be like 17 to 24, somewhere around there. So maybe, maybe not. That's but, pretty low, 17 to 24. I feel like that's really mm-hmm. low, like scoring-wise. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I just don't – I think Colorado will be able to put up more points. But then again, okay. that's what everyone said last week. So, yeah, right. know, maybe Colorado true. will have a – 90 point negative difference the last two weeks so 90 points yeah <laughs> i think i'm actually gonna take usc to cover um however it's gonna be a high so i'm 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 taking a game where it's like 63 to 30 like Dang. 60 like it's a super high scoring game i'm taking Holy. the over i'm taking the over on the uh okay 73 and a half right. so obviously 63 to 30 is pretty crazy but something something with the over where usc is winning by two or three scores at least so um, All right. Yeah, that's how I feel right Incredible. now. We'll see how Deion Sanders and his team rallies back, though. There's a lot of proving to do. Travis Hunter is still out. As you can tell, they miss him a lot. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how that game goes. Next game, we got Georgia-Auburn. Finally. Mm, it's at Auburn. It's at, it's Auburn, at Auburn. Right? That's why this game is somewhat relevant. Mm. If this was at Georgia, I'd be like, bruh. But, uh, what was the Auburn-Texas A&M game last week? Who ended up? So, Auburn lost to Texas A&M. It Auburn really actually didn't right. look too good, which I I wish they would have I was going to say, them. I turned it on for a sec because I wanted Auburn to win. But yeah, I don't know. And just I wanted Auburn really to win purely great. just because I wanted Auburn to be good playing. I wanted a good Auburn team to play Georgia. That's like the purely the reason why. Yeah. So Auburn has not looked super impressive to me. That Cal, the win at Cal was not very good. So Mm-mm. the only the only reason Auburn wins this game is because it's at home and like maybe they get a few turnovers on Georgia and they can hype up the crowd. But guys, I don't know. I really hope Auburn does something here. At least keeps it close. That'd be pretty cool. Um, I think, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's tough to say because Georgia, I mean, Georgia's Georgia. I think, I mean, they're still a top 10 team for sure. I think they're still getting kind of put up there because of the last two national championships. I think of the last two years, I think this is probably their worst team, which is kind of crazy because they're still really good. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I hope Auburn pulls it off just because it'd be fun to have an upset like that. But I still got Georgia coming out of Auburn with the win. Yeah. Uh, Georgia's favored by 14 and a half in this game, which I think is a, a nod to Auburn. That's pretty low for the number one team in the country facing a yeah. team, 14.5. So I think that Vegas can see that this game could be closer because it's hard to play. Um, War Eagle, Auburn. It's going to be a hard place to play, a hard environment. Um, it's a 1.30 p.m. That, p.m. game, though. If it was at night, I'd be a little more confident in Auburn. But yeah, day, day yeah. game. I think Georgia shows up, and maybe it's a close first half. I well, don't see Auburn winning to this say, game. Cause, yeah, because but... Georgia's had a tough time putting opponents away until the second half, right? This season so far. Hey, I think last it, year I think Georgia did not do very good really on the road. Close game. Georgia was not good on the road last yeah. year. Obviously, not we'll good. See. They still won other games on the road, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think. I mean, I think it's like a good game, but I think Georgia still still wins. Yeah. Yep, I'm excited. We'll uh, hopefully that one is a uh, is a decent game for us to watch. Next one up, we have um, Florida Kentucky. Another SEC mm. matchup. UK is favored by one in this game over number twenty two. Florida. They're under Kentucky is undefeated, right? <laughs> yes, they're undefeated. However, the reason they're not ranked probably right now is that one game against uh, Western or Eastern Kentucky, one of the two, or it was Eastern Kentucky. FCS squad and uh, they only won by 10 at home against the FCS mm -hmm. team, which if you're trying to be ranked is not the best on your resume. Um, that's probably gotcha. the only reason why they're not ranked right now. Um, they're right there four no. There's a lot, of, there's a lot of those four no teams hanging around <laughs> the lower power five teams. Uh, you got your Louisville, Maryland. Yeah. Um, yeah. You have a few hanging around. Kentucky's one of those kind of on the bubble. Um, so this is a big test. However, they do get Florida at home. I'm going to take Kentucky in this game. I like Kentucky in this game, even though they struggled against, uh, even though they struggled against um, that Eastern Kentucky team. I'm taking Kentucky. Yeah, no, it's tough to say because Florida, they really didn't look good at all against Utah. But then again, Utah, I mean, they have a good defense. But I think Florida, I think they're kind of starting to find their rhythm here. I think they're kind of figuring out who they are but yeah i like i like kentucky in this one as well mainly just because it's at kentucky they're four and oh if they win they're definitely a top 25 team to where i think i think i got kentucky in this one too yeah the only reason i actually have um kentucky in this one obviously at home helps There's a lot of things that help but mainly because florida is ranked i think they're a little if the team knows they're ranked I don't, I don't know if Florida's going to play as well because Florida is purely ranked right now because of brand. That's the only reason why they're ranked. They beat Tennessee, which was great, but you can't lose that badly to Utah and and just in that way, in that manner to Utah and get ranked two weeks later. That just makes no sense to me how Florida is ranked right now. No, I, I completely agree. Lot, I, don't think, I don't think Florida or Tennessee should really be ranked right now. I think, that, I think they're still definitely right there. I just don't think they deserve the – top 25 number by them. Yeah. Great teams. Obviously Florida showed up against Tennessee. They looked really good against Tennessee, but it, to me, it looked like it was two teams that were kind of mid, you know, Florida coming out of that game. 
Florida being in the top 30 teams, but 22 for me is really high. Even after last week, if you look at the score, they beat Charlotte 22 to seven. They beat them 22 to seven on five field goals. You're telling me you couldn't get, you couldn't, your red zone percentage yeah, was no. not low against it was, Charlotte. It was, they didn't look too good against Charlotte last week. I remember I was, I didn't watch it, but I was following yeah. the score and it was like close, like the whole game, like 22 that's to that's saying. two possessions. It's where like, I think Kentucky, I think Kentucky pulls it out here. Prove me wrong. If you win this week, Florida in at Kentucky, like that's that's another great win. Like that's just a solid. Like all right, like they can win some games. However, I think Kentucky's gonna win this game. It could, it's definitely gonna be close, close game. I like this game. Kentucky's favored by one. Like we said, um, let's move on. Michigan, Nebraska. Okay, same thing as Georgia. Um, right here, we finally have a test. It's a road test for Michigan. Um. How do you think Michigan will fare at Nebraska? I mean, they got their coach back. I think Michigan's going to start doing what everyone thinks they're going to do. I mean, Nebraska, it's a tougher place to play. The Nebraska faith falls everywhere. But I think I think Michigan kind of puts it down on them. I don't really see Nebraska making this too much of a game. I mean, last week Rutgers did for like a quarter or two, but then Michigan did what everyone thought they were, so – Right. And I, I heard this the other day and I really liked it. It's a uh, Michigan is like a boa constrictor where basically like they're really slow, but the minute they have you in the chokehold, they'll not, they're not going to let up and they're just going to strangle you the whole rest of the game. And that's literally how all their games I go. I think, I think George is kind of the similar way. Like once they kind of find something that, that they can beat you by, it's over. Yeah. Just cause I, I guess he's lesser teams. Good coaches. Yeah, against these lesser <laughs> yeah. teams, that's how it is. The only way Nebraska even has a chance in this game is if Michigan, if first of all, if JJ McCarthy beats himself, if he, um, you know, throws a few picks or if there's a fumble, I mean, that's the only way that Nebraska is going to win this game is if there's a few turnovers, something goes Nebraska's way. They Nebraska yeah. does not fumble the ball nine times. So, hey, it's at Nebraska. Michigan has been prone to slow starts. Same thing as Auburn, Georgia. I mean, there's a there's more of a That's chance than any think, of the other games. I think Nebraska, um, I think Nebraska, Auburn, they both have to come out in the second half like super strong. Because yeah. I think because you what South Carolina played Georgia last week, right? Um, that was two weeks ago. They played UAB last week. Two weeks ago, because South Carolina, I mean, it was close. I think they were winning at half, right? Fourteen they were to down seven. Fourteen three. They're yeah. down bad. And then South Carolina just. Couldn't do anything the second half, I think. Yeah, Georgia just sat up in the chair. <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. That's what happened. So I don't know. I think I I guarantee you, I've said this like on every single like uh predictions podcast, where it's like, I guarantee you both these games will be probably one score games at half. Probably probably one and score. Then, and like you said, they'll slowly just kill them in the second half and win by 14, 17 points. Yeah, because Michigan, I mean, Michigan's not only designed to do that. You can't, there's a reason why everyone's really critical of other teams and not quite as much Michigan when they have slower games. It's just because they're a running team. They're a big team and they want to just beat you down low. So usually that's what happens in their games. In the first half, it's kind of even. Uh, everyone's got energy. But by the time those dudes, you know, in the trenches are pushing all, you know, all night, um, teams start to get worn down and Michigan just kind of runs them over. So yeah, that's just how Michigan is, and I guarantee, especially against Nebraska, a Big Ten West team, it's going to be probably a really slow game. I my over under for the first half is, uh, like fourteen. 
Dang, under 14 low. points. I, Holy. I, I'm telling you, I could see like a 10-3 game at half. Michigan. Ten, okay. Michigan 10-3 That's, 10, fair. Three that's half. fair. That's yeah. fair. I think that's like super – I mean, maybe like 17 is the over-under. I was, but... was going to say 17 for yeah. mine. Like, I think that's like super likely to happen. I'd be surprised if there's more points scored in that first half. So, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Another game that I'll be attending, uh, as you guys know, BYU uh, against Cincinnati. Cincinnati kind of held their own against Oklahoma last week. Uh, that's the only reason we're kind of playing this game, as both these teams lost last week to ranked teams. Um, so it's going to be a Friday night game in Provo. Uh, I'm excited for this game. Cincinnati's defense up front looked really, really good. And BYU's uh, rushing up front looks really bad. Um, yeah. However... In my unbiased opinion, I think BYU is a better. I think BYU is a better team. However, Cincinnati has such an advantage in the trenches that I'm pretty worried about this game. What do you think? It'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, I haven't really followed both of them as right. much as I should, but yeah, I watched the highlights of both the BYU and the Cincinnati game last week. BYU's mm-hmm. run game is kind of non-existent right now. It's bad. And then Cincinnati's Cincinnati's rush defense looked pretty good last week. I think if Slovis can, you know do what he does and he looks really good most of the game. I think BYU will be fine. But then again, it's also in Provo. It's the first big 12 game in Provo. The fans will be crazy. I'm not a big BYU fan, but I will give it to the student section. You guys are nuts because I have all my friends that go to the games. So I think BYU does edge it out mainly just because of the home field advantage. Yeah, I definitely, I agree with that. I think the reason that BYU can win this game is purely because it's at home. Um, I think BYU has a slight edge just overall, but I would be worried about the rush game a lot. I think Cincinnati's gonna, I think Cincinnati's gonna stop the run game unless BYU is able to adjust. Uh, I don't see BYU getting another yard of rushing yeah. in this game. No, just, like just the way few, it looks right now. Yeah, the little bit of BYU I've watched, kind of just flipping through channels throughout the mm-hmm. weeks because I'm, we're all we all do that. We you click right, the right, last right. and go to ABC or like whatever. Like a little bit, I've watched their run game just does not look good at all for BYU. Not at all. Uh, even against like Sam Houston, it was like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. So I, I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be really good. I think it'll be, I think it'll actually be a really fun game to watch. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm excited for that game. I've got BYU um, winning that game in a close one. Uh, I'd say. <clears throat> By less than 10 points. I say a one-score game. BYU wins it. Just I say, helps. I say field goal or touchdown kind of towards the end of the fourth quarter. We'll put yeah. it away for them. That'd be awesome. I really hope that's what happens because that'd be really fun to watch. So, uh, yeah, that's our picks for this week. And, uh, guys, week five is going to be pretty good. It's obviously it, it's in the shadow of week four. But like we just talked about, oh, I mean, got, there's a lot of good four, games. We have four ranked games. When both we're spoiled so we're spoiled it's been it's been a good season so far yeah so really excited yeah. we've reached a lot of parody in college football <clears throat> and there are so many teams that can compete for a national championship right now as of right now we've talked about there are like 10 teams that can compete for a national championship and we have no idea who is going to come out of that because there's only a 14 playoff so there's gonna be a lot of teams fighting for very few spots um before we leave Chase, who is your top five right now? Actually, you can you can do like top five. six. 
five's hard because of what I just <clears throat> said. I'll give you a top ten. You can do top ten. All right, here we go. Let me uh let me pull up my notes. I know here. you have one written out. Yeah. Top ten. Yeah, well, just because like five is hard. I mean, unless you are very certain right. top five. <clears throat> all right, all right, here we go. My top f- ten. We'll go top ten. All right. I got, I got Texas, Michigan, Washington, Penn State, Georgia, Ohio State, FSU, Oregon, USC, Notre Dame. Is my top okay. ten right now. Okay. Respectfully, and that's pretty honestly, much identical to mine. Those. I mean, it is that was put in order, but like looking at it right now, there's probably a few things on mix around. This was like three days ago after the Saturday, mm-hmm. but I think all 10 of those teams could make the playoff right now. Like there's really, I don't think there's one dominant team yet. I mean, yeah, Texas has a great win at Bama, you know, Ohio state has that great win. FSU has a good couple wins, but I don't know. I don't really have a set like dominant team yet. I Right, I've really seen anything to put any team above anyone yet. So right, hey, that's why I'm I'm like in love with the season right now. This is so fun. Just like I have no idea what's gonna happen because usually at this point you know like you're like all right like it's gonna be like one of these three teams like that's we already know. So I love yeah. it. I love it, guys. All right, Sned, thanks for coming on uh, remotely today. We had a lot of trouble with the internet. He's being dumb, but we got it to work. It worked out. Hopefully, the audio is not messed. If it is, then, well, it, that's what you get from hey, us. The viewers, the viewers can cry. They can, they can cry about it. It's all I yeah, honestly, about. anyone who's viewing this right now has probably been with us from the very start, and you already know this is much better than what it has true. been. So, um, thanks for true. sticking with the us. The first few were rough. At this point. Dude, first facts. few were rough. First few, we didn't but, have video yeah. yet. So, yeah. Anyways. I know I said this last time, but now that now that we're in it, I'm going to try to be on here at least once a week to talk about my predictions. So hopefully you guys will see more of me. So, yeah, it's tough. Fall semesters rough guys. It's a lot of school, a lot of stuff going on, but we're trying to make it work because we really enjoy this. So, uh, yeah. Of course. It's always a pleasure to be on Showtime. Always. All right, guys. Signing off from show time. College football. College football. That's so <laughs> off, bro. Oh, that was funny. Let's go. That was bad. That was bad, bro. Dude, it's impossible to do on like freaking like lag. Uh, I'm gonna it's I'm true. gonna leave the space in there. I'm gonna leave the space in there from the recording. So it's gonna be like two seconds in between and us saying off. So you're welcome, everybody. Uh, that sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah. Hope you all enjoy that. <laughs>